Daniel, imagine you have a five, six-year-old kid. No, thank you. <laughs> Make an effort. So you have a five, six-year-old. What would you say if I told you that in America there are companies selling baby guns? Guns weighing less than a regular gun, and these guns are child-sized. I'm going to take my imaginary kid to Norway or some other civilized country. <laughs> I mean, things are going downhill here pretty fast. We have more guns than people, and now they're making guns for toddlers. <laughs> this <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dubie friends. Welcome to another Dubious episode. Hi, Neil. How is it going? Hey, Sandra. Hello to our listeners. And well, it's not going well. There's a story in the news about a six-year-old who shot his teacher on purpose. So not even accidentally. These cases of child crime or children trying to murder someone are very rare. And there's usually a dark story behind the main story. So that's what we're going to talk about. Yes, and it is disturbing. I mean, this past week has been batshit crazy. We had the Kevin McCarthy Speaker of the House fiasco. Such a disgrace hasn't happened since before the Civil War. Then we also had the George Santos never-ending string of lies the press keeps uncovering. Uh, Putin has been intensifying the attacks on Ukraine since before Christmas. We had Damar Hamlin basically dying on the football field and thankfully being resuscitated successfully. He's recovering. And now this, a six-year-old kid shooting his teacher. Well, 2023 started off with a bang. Well, not the good kind of bang. So for transparency, we really struggled with what subject to pick for this week. Definitely. I mean, there's no shortage of items on the crazy subject for our podcast list. Plus, we have a lot of interesting stuff to talk about that hasn't even been in the news recently, like real dubious stories about dubious people. But we ultimately decided that such a young child coming to class with a gun and shooting his teacher takes precedence. I think this is the first six-year-old school shooter in the United States and in the world, actually. And look, I must remind our listeners that I'm Romanian. I come from Europe where we don't have guns. So for me, this gun thing you Americans have, um, this is insanity. I mean, it is for us, too. I've lived here my whole life. You know, the problem is that we have a political faction who is holding the country hostage basically for 200 years. And I mean, 80% or more of this country would prefer tougher gun laws. Let's be honest. Yes, yes, I understand. And look, but to me, that's still not enough in my book. Ban the guns, take them away from people, all of them, like Beto O'Rourke said. No reason uh, why civilians need guns. End of story. We talked about the Second Amendment and we demolished all the arguments as to why guns are quote-unquote freedom in our NRA episode and the Uvalde shooting episode too. So we're not going to go into that again. Let's focus on what we know about this current case with the six-year-old. Well, Sandra did work for the Beto campaign when he ran for Senate against Ted Cruz in 2018. And I must give him credit when the mass shooter who shot up the El Paso Walmart during the presidential campaign hit the news, Beto was in front of that and arguing for gun control more than anybody else in that presidential campaign. So he deserves some credit. Yes, and not only on that issue, I'm actually very proud to have worked for Beto, and I think Texas f***ed up so, so bad repeatedly. I mean, they picked Cancun Cruz again, then they had a chance to elect Beto as governor, and they chose Greg Abbott. I mean, look, 
Next time you freeze to death in your homes and your kids are being slaughtered with their 15s in elementary schools, I don't want to hear a whisper. Texas, shut the f*** up, basically. You deserve whatever comes your way from now on. You don't deserve Beto. That man is too good for Texas. And by the way, his wife Amy is a teacher and his kids are like amazing and they were taught to love animals and books, not guns. And your work pets? Oh my god! So there's Artemis, she's a black lab, sweetest dog ever, they also have a cat named Silver, a turtle named Gus, and look, Beto himself rescued a bunch of pets, I remember specifically one time when he literally rescued the dog he found on the side of the road, and he drove with that dog in the car for miles and miles, he was on the road with the campaign, and finally found a good home for him, and then there were a bunch of kittens too, and what some people don't get about Beto, and I promise I'm gonna stop really soon with Beto, but I just need to say this, unlike other politicians, he really is what he says he is. What you see is what you get with this guy. He really cares about people, animals, nature, the well-being of everyone. He's a genuinely kind and wholesome human, and his actions show it. But anyway, we're digressing way too much here. So the point is Texas doesn't deserve Beto, sorry, but that's where I'm at. Well... That's probably why he's not cut out to be in Congress, so he's... I mean, he was a congressman for a while, but now we have George Santos and other, you know, like, I guess this country... I know country... he was, but he's not really well suited for that. It's like, Congress does not have much room for genuinely good people, so... <laughs> anyway... After the elementary school shooting in Uvalde, uh, Uvalde County voted overwhelmingly Republican in the midterms, too. Yeah, so that says it all, and that's the reason why I'm so upset at Texas. But now let's discuss this latest and frankly unbelievable school shooting in Virginia. On Friday, January 6th, in the Newport News City, the police responded to a shooting at Richneck Elementary. As it turned out, the gunman was not a man, but a six-year-old child. A first grader. And Neil, please remind me to bring up the company that makes child-sized guns. Your mind will be blown. Metaphorically, of course. <laughs> Neil, please tell the people, what's our ace in the sleeve for making this podcast? Simple. Anchor by Spotify. Yes, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast, even for the least technical people like me. Anchor has all the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Yes, guys from your phone you can be on the couch cuddling with your pets and working on your podcast at the same time incredibly easy plus when hosting on anchor you can distribute your podcast platforms like spotify apple Podcasts, and more yes anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place and best of all anchor is totally free download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started apparently the kid whose name will probably not be disclosed to the public because he's a minor had an altercation with his teacher, 25-year-old Abby Zwerner, and he shot her twice. Once in the abdomen, <laughs> once in the abdomen, once in the hand, right there in the classroom. That's what you get for picking on me. You jinxed yourself. <laughs> abdomen. An abdomen is actually an ancient musical instrument. Really? No, I just made that up. <laughs> Abby, the teacher, even though she sustained life-threatening injuries, managed to urge the other kids to run and take cover. What's shocking is this was not an accidental shooting. So the six-year-old had this in mind. Newport News Police Chief Steve Drew said this was intentional. Exactly. When the news broke, I really thought this was some kind of accident because of the age of the child, right? You can't wrap your brain around the fact that such a young human being 
six years old, would shoot anyone on purpose, much less a teacher, over some stupid disagreement probably about homework, for example. This is not confirmed yet, but at the moment of this recording, it seems the child was showing off his gun in class, and the teacher tried to confiscate it, and because he learned at home that you can't take my guns, I'll shoot you if you try, that's how he shot the teacher. Also, apparently it was his mother's gun, but again, unconfirmed, so we'll proceed as if we don't know this, because, let's face it, it doesn't really matter. The main discussion is going to be the same either way. Thankfully, even though she sustained life-threatening injuries and was in critical condition for a while, Abby's Werner started showing signs of improvement and, at the time of this recording, is stable and improving. So hopefully she makes it out of this okay. Yes, when this happened, it was, as you can imagine, complete chaos. Uh, all students were in shock. The school went on active shooter lockdown immediately. And police radio traffic posted online by Broadcastify, a streaming service, captured the chaotic moments as the dispatcher communicated with officers responding to the scene. Quote, we have a female victim shot in the abdomen, the dispatcher said. She also added that the victim had also been shot through the hand and was waiting for medical assistance in the school's office where she was, quote, in and out of consciousness, end quote. A medic was also called to a nearby church where some parents were reported to be hyperventilating as they waited for information. And then we found out that the shooting was isolated to a classroom at the school and the Newport police chief said... This was not a situation where we had a student or any other individuals going up and down the halls, actively firing in a sort of long-range shooting incident. Nevertheless, before all of these details were clear, the families and parents of students descended on Richneck Elementary, desperate to see their kids and make sure they're okay. This is what one normal sane person and mother, a British citizen whose kids are going to Richneck Elementary, told reporters. Okay, that's the biggest problem in this country. We don't, the statistics in the UK for crime is zero for guns. Why is it so bad? Why is there a seven-year-old with a bloody gun? Come on, think about it. Let's do something. We've got a new governor now. Let's do something. Let's change it. You've got a beautiful country. You've got beautiful people. But what's the problem? Guns. How does a seven-year-old have a gun? That's what I'm pissed off with. I'm only here because my husband's in the military, or otherwise I would not have chosen to come to this country. Right, but online, this woman got her share of uh, trolls from the far right, people pointing out that Britain has stabbings. I mean, <laughs> how many mass stabbings have you heard of? You're going to get tired in a minute. You can only stab so many people. Yes, it's, it's crazy to compare uh, guns with knives. I think worldwide, as far as mass stabbings, maybe like two Total? <laughs> I mean, and most of those people survived. That's the thing. I mean, regular individual stabbings happen in all countries. Britain is no different. But let's be clear. If you have to choose between being stabbed or being shot, you're going to pick the stabbing because the chances of survival are massively higher. Not to mention that a six-year-old would never be physically strong enough to inflict life-threatening injuries with a knife to an adult unless the adult would be sleeping or unconscious and not even then. So let's not even waste oxygen on this. No matter how you analyze the situation, there can only be one sensible conclusion. Ban the mother guns. <laughs> <laughs> you need another minute to uh, collect yourself. You're getting a bit upset. Yes, come on, friends. Let's do it with me. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
If you use the vape while you're doing that, it would probably feel better. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't vape while doing yoga, Neil. It defeats the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so are you better now? Yes, like 50% better. Uh, I'm still mad, but back to our story. I can totally relate to this UK lady. The only reason I'm still here is because circumstances dictated. As soon as I can, I'm getting my ass out of the US. And anyway, this event shook the community and, dare I say, the world. Well, it's not going to affect our friends in the GOP and the NRA that much. They're not going to be very bothered by it, I'm guessing. Yeah, they don't seem to shake. and They're like... <laughs> Republicans be like, imagine if the teacher had a gun too. <laughs> yeah, right. That's always their story. Yes, more. Also, the Newport News mayor said this incident is a red flag for the country. I'd argue that the red flag ship has already sailed since Columbine started this trend of mass school shootings when America decided they love their guns more than their kids. But maybe that's just me. No, it's not just you. It's all of us. Basically, the six-year-old was taken into custody, so they, quote-unquote, arrested him, I guess. Now my question is, besides the obvious discussion we need to have about how he got that handgun, what will happen to this kid? I mean, he's obviously too young for prison, and I don't think anyway prison could be the answer for a six-year-old. I mean, what's the legal procedure in such a case? Do we even have a similar precedent? Well, this is what the police chief said. Quote, we've been in contact with our Commonwealth attorney, and some other entities to help us best get services to this young man. So I guess the first step is getting social services involved, probably starting him on some sort of psychiatric help. They're going to look at his family situation for sure, so he might be removed from that family, as obviously it's not very safe if they let toddlers get at their guns. And we do know that Violent children are often violent because they've seen abuse and violence at home. So, Right, 100%. And, you know, about the question of how he got that gun, even though at the timing of this recording, we don't know all the details yet, it's not crazy to imagine he got it from a family member who left it unlocked, unattended, unsecured around the house, or, you know, the key to the gun locker was not safely stored away in a secret spot, or the gun was in the glove compartment and the kid had access to it. It's the usual situation, irresponsible parents or guardians or whoever this kid is living with, right? Yeah. Virginia, unlike some other states, uh, notably Oregon and Massachusetts, does not have a broad law that requires all guns to be safely stored. Virginia's law is on the weaker end of that spectrum, uh, unfortunately. So it's not clear what will happen to the parents either or, you know, whoever is responsible for the child in this sort of terrible situation. Obviously, we're making assumptions, but I don't think it's far-fetched to say that the kid cannot possibly come from a wholesome family life. Not far-fetched at all. Here's a quote from a medical study by Sula Wolf, a child psychiatrist in Edinburgh, and Alexander McCall-Smith, professor of medical law. Juvenile delinquency, including violence, is increasing, but homicide committed by children remains rare. While the acts and features of children who kill are heterogeneous, all these children are seriously disturbed with high rates of neuropsychological abnormalities, poor impulse control, school failure, and truancy. 
all have experienced severe family adversities, domestic violence, neglect, child abuse, substance abuse, maternal depression, and absence of fathers. Because homicide by children is so rare, population approaches to prevention are not realistic. But the evidence, though limited, is that with good care and psychiatric treatment, the children do well and do not reoffend in later life. This fact should govern the way they are treated by the criminal justice system. The last part is the relevant part of that, I think. This is the story behind all this, you know, besides the gun grooming, which we're going to get to in a minute. So there's a bigger picture here, which is in America, we think that you can blame kids for things they do as if they are adults. And I mean, there are people that are born psychopaths, but this kid is probably not that. And, you know, people are too quick to think, oh, well, you know, those bad kids, we just got to get rid of them. We got to put them in adult prisons and, you know, we got to punish those kids. Well, you know, there's a reason why we don't put children in adult prisons uh, for the most part, because a child cannot possibly be responsible for a good number of the things they do. A child is necessarily a product of the environment that they're in. So the child in this case is not a lost cause, you know. Probably a victim himself, yeah. Yeah, reclaimable is the psychiatric term, but until proven otherwise, I'm going to assume that the kid is a victim as well in these cases. Yes, I agree completely. And I can already hear the trolls saying, we need better health care. Leave the guns alone. This has nothing to do with guns. I agree. We need better health care. So stop voting for Republicans. Also, you can't ban or prevent parental abuse, for example, unhealthy family situations and so on. Or irresponsible parents. You can't prevent irresponsibility, right? Parents who leave their guns around for toddlers to snatch and accidentally kill themselves or someone else. But you can ban guns. So please continue because I just got mad again. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I'm like the conscientious observer. So for people who are just recently listening to us, or maybe for the first time, I live in Texas. Although Texas is on borrowed time. Let's be honest. You got about two months. Uh, and then I'm going to see you later, Texas. But in the meantime... Uh, I live around all these Texas Republicans and I see them at the grocery store. You know, it's like you see the husband and wife just scowling at each other. And it's like, I don't like those hot pockets. And, you know, the wife is like uh, just in a daze because she's high on Valiums and however much wine she could get in her to have to, you know, suffer well, another. I mean, let's not to judge. Suffer. Let, yeah. Wait, let's uh, no, not no, no. Uh, wait, you haven't heard the rest. <laughs> to, I was going to say to suffer another car ride to the store with her husband, which in her defense, <laughs> I don't blame her for uh, taking a shot or two before that trip, just like she's done for every other one before that day. I and, agree. Yeah, it's like these people. They talk about how, oh, well, we just need better mental health. Yeah, for you, you're the one yelling at your wife in Kroger about which frozen pizza you like, and she's the one trying to tune you out. Both of you need a therapist badly. <laughs> so, yeah, we do for you. <laughs> Anyways, that's the Texas suburbs, everybody. Don't move here. I concur. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> so what's going to happen next is that the authorities in the six-year-old case will probably place him in a suitable psychiatric care facility. And probably it's going to take a long time to reclaim any sort of normal life for this kid. Just like our listeners can claim all our episodes ad-free if they become patrons. Not the best analogy, but we work with what we have. <laughs> if you want to support us, please become a patron on dubiouspod.com or by clicking the link in the episode notes. It's cheaper than one trip to the fancy coffee store. Back to the shooting situation, I tried to find out what the law says for such cases in the state of Virginia, like exactly the details, but unfortunately I have to admit I could not find a lot. I mean, there was one case that's mentioned of a nine-year-old girl, Mary Cooper, who killed someone in Virginia. We don't know who. I couldn't find that out either. And she was arrested. That's all I could find, nothing else. So probably a lot of psychiatric care, like Neil said. I don't see how much else would be an option in this case. Also, luckily, the teacher will survive. She's improving, which is great news. So there's that. At least it's attempted murder, not murder. And David Ridman, founder of the K-12 school shooting database, told the Associated Press that it's very rare and it's not something the legal system is really designed or positioned to deal with, which I guess it's very true. I mean, how often do you see six-year-old kids shooting teachers? I mean, yeah. Virginia law does not allow six-year-olds to be tried as adults, obviously, thankfully, I mean, that would be insane, nor if found guilty in a juvenile court, are they old enough to be committed to the custody of the Department of Juvenile Justice. However, authorities would have the power to revoke parental custody rights, as they should. Daniel Webster, a gun violence expert professor at Johns Hopkins University, told the Associated Press that... Instances of children shooting themselves or others unintentionally in the home or other locations are on the rise. A six-year-old gaining access to a loaded gun and shooting him or herself or someone else sadly is not so rare. And yes, I have to agree, but shooting a teacher, I mean, this is rare. According to Education Week, there have been 145 school shootings in the U.S. since 2018 that recorded injuries or deaths. Let that sink in 145 in the last four years, right? Because 2023 just started. And last year, there were 51, up from 35 in 2021, and 10 in 2020. The two years prior recorded 24 each. You want to be even more mad? So years ago, that was one of the budget debates in Congress. There was a, a debate in Congress when Republicans... Uh, we're using as a strategy just defunding everything. And um, on their own, during the early 2000s, I believe it was, the CDC started studying uh, gun violence as, you know, a statistic without any judgment involved, just collecting the numbers. And Republicans refused to budge on a budget proposal one year unless it was explicitly included in the budget that the CDC would be prohibited from studying all gun violence statistics. I mean, yes, that makes me mad, but also I'm not surprised. And also surprised. we do know, yeah, we do know <laughs> yes. that gun violence is the number one, like it exceeded deaths by car accidents, statistically. Right. Like it's insane. It's insane. And just to clarify, that guy yelling at his wife in Kroger, I also drive next to him on the street. Also a bad driver, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> they really made a 
a bad impression on you, haven't they, that couple? I have worn out my own welcome in Texas, so to speak. So I'm surprised you lasted that long, to be honest, among... I really am, too. So, anyways, you mentioned something about a company earlier that literally makes guns for children. Oh, yes. Yes, this is insane. There is a company, and I'm not going to say their brand name here because it would be free publicity, but just to give you an idea, it has the words we, like little, and tactical in its name. And they make lightweight, child-sized guns. Do I even need to ask for the dubimeter alarms? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What the actual f***? I mean, so we have toddler machine guns. Yes. Do you need the yoga moment? (laughs) No, I'll be fine. Go ahead. Uh, One of their many products is the JR-15, like AR-15, but with Junior. I I know. I know. You have no words. It's insane. You came up with that when you told me that, and I thought, oh, that's pretty clever. But since they came up with it, now it's like, nah. No, no, it's literally a product, JR-15, an AR-15 for juniors. And this company's mission statement is, quote, our goal was to develop a shooting platform that was not only sized correctly and safe, but also looks, feels, and operates just like mom's and dad's gun, end quote. Their target audience is, well, parents, and their slogan is, get them one like yours. There's no way that I really live in this place. It can't be real. No, we live here in this country. Yes. And I give you my word. This is f***ing real. It's information that can be fact-checked. Well, last person out, turn out the lights. Look, and when I hear all these idiots who start bringing up metal detectors, because we're talking about the school shooting, right? And JR-15s here. So they're bringing up metal detectors. Every time there's a school shooting, the metal detector conversation starts and, oh, leave the guns alone. having a school resemble a prison is a good idea. Besides that, but look, I mean, we literally dismantled any pro-guns argument in our previous NRA and Duvalde episodes, but it's worth reiterating. If I have an AR-15 or, you know, a (laughs) JR-15, and I want hypothetically to do a school shooting, I will be shooting my way through the motherfucking metal detector. It's that simple. In fact, when school starts in the morning and all the kids are gathered and waiting to go through the metal detector, any gunman might cause more victims there than if there wasn't a metal detector because it causes a bottleneck and no place for the kids to run and hide anyways. It's not a solution. Jesus. Yes, it's all very stupid. I mean, all these arguments, these ridiculous half-assed solutions are, they're just tedious and infuriating. The only thing that really works is getting guns out of people's hands. Exactly. And in light of everything we know about Republican elected officials slash insurrectionists like Lauren Bobert and Thomas Massey, who post family Christmas photos with their child relatives uh, touting AR-15s, I think it's safe to say there's only one party grooming children. Right? In light of the JR-15 stuff too, which I'm sure they support. Because all this gun fetishism is grooming. This is pathological. It's it's f***ing sick. And some have the nerve to ask why we're making this political. Because it is f***ing political. Only policy can solve the gun violence epidemic. Well, 
as my beloved, not American, but rather Pakistani literary theory professor used to say, everything is political and saying something is not political is especially political. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, they're grooming children in other ways too, like actually grooming. For example, uh, Dennis Perkins, a Louisiana cop, admitted to extremely horrific sex crimes involving children recently. Dennis is a white Christian Republican guy, of course. He raped, recorded videos of the children he abused, and he also used his semen to season the cupcakes before he served them to school children. Oh my God, stop. I don't want to hear it. Well, he was uh, sentenced to 100 years in prison, so there's that at least. And having lived in Louisiana as well, I don't think an ex-cop convicted of being a child molester is going to do very well in Angola State Prison. But Yeah, he will not fare well. He's going to fare well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and this is just off the top of my head. Something I saw this week, there are other cases of... Actual Republican politicians like this guy, um, you know, they get arrested for masturbating in front of a school or something. So, you know, these things happen repeatedly over the years. Yes. And surprise, surprise, none of these degenerates are drag queens. Yeah, right. <laughs> and there's also Tim Nolan, Trump's campaign chair in Kentucky. He was charged with 28 felonies uh, like rape, human trafficking, witness tampering, prostitution and sodomy. And there were 22 victims, eight of them minors. He's also a QAnon guy, of course, who says Democrats are pedophile. Again, this guy is not a drag queen either. So, <laughs> There was also a story about a uh, woman who was a staffer on Trump's campaign who had an affair with one of Trump's advisors in 2016 and then got pregnant and had an abortion. And she's filed a lawsuit because she claims she was discriminated against for having an abortion, which is funny considering... I'm sure that people directly adjacent to Trump and the guy she had an affair with told her absolutely to get an abortion. But, you know, exactly. They're hypocrites. And let's be honest, uh, behind closed doors, like we saw even with the ex-football player uh, Walker, abortion is not really a thing. It's something to hook the masses, their base. In reality, they couldn't give a single. Exactly. Yeah. So anyways. Whatever they accuse is what they're guilty of. So projection is the uh, standard procedure of our right-wing friends. And since you mentioned the drag queens, uh, our listeners might enjoy our episode recently about the North Carolina blackouts, drag queens against domestic terrorists. So what's your dubimeter for a six-year-old shooting his teacher in elementary school? Scale from one to ten. Um, I'd say 50 because a six-year-old shooting a teacher is insane. My initial instinct was to say 100, (laughs) but are we really that surprised? I mean, it's a dubious incident, obviously. Uh, I'm sure the backstory with his family life is even more dubious, but we do live in a country with more guns than people, so nothing surprises me anymore, not even the baby-sized guns. Well, that was the most interesting and disturbing thing to me, I suppose, out of all this stuff that you found for this episode, the JR-15 company. (laughs) I I still can't get over it either, to be honest, yeah. The fact that there's enough demand for that company to exist. Yes. 
truth be told, that's a whole new level of f***ed up. <laughs> well, the right-wingers, I'm sure I've talked about this in a prior episode, but whatever. It won't be the first time I repeated myself. The right-wingers have a death drive. Uh, you can read Freud and he'll tell you all about it, but the short version is, yes, they are that guy who hates his wife in the grocery store. And they are the wife who's just trying to drown out her husband with a bottle of wine in the grocery store. That's like, that's them. And they think that the afterlife surely will be the great golden buffet in the sky where everything Ugh. is just perfect. And well, but see, my problem here is their death wish or whatever, like philosophical, you know, I'm sure you yes. can quote all your other philosophers and professors that you like, and I'm sure you're right. But what I have an issue with is like their death wish extends to the rest of the people, like their policies affect us, right? Like the rest of us who are sane and want to live in a country where we want to go to the grocery store and not get shot up with a AR-15 or JR-15. <laughs> Well, that's not even enough. I want to go to the grocery store and, you know, have jokes with strangers and everybody laugh because that's the kind of person I am. I don't want to go through the grocery store and cringe because there's angry people there yelling at their wife or their husband. It's just well, annoying. That problem will be soon solved because you're moving. So yes. bye bye, Texas. Bye, Texas. It was fun, but not really. And uh, we <laughs> as will, I said, uh, I'm surprised they didn't kick you out earlier because you don't really fit in there. <laughs> well, what can you say? In fairness, Texas is, if you're flying uh, airplanes, Texas is kind of in the middle and the weather's nice. So that's my excuse for how I wound up here. Yeah, that's true because you do like flying your yes. little plane. You can yeah, be to yeah, either that's... coast in six hours. It's a, it's a nice central location. It's just... Um, as the king said in Braveheart, uh, the trouble with Scotland is that it's full of Scots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Scottish people, we love you. He's just joking. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. We are at Dubious Pod on social media, guys. That's all we got for you this week. And don't forget, if you want to support this podcast, become a patron on DubiousPod.com. Dubi friends, we love you all. Thank you for listening. See you all next week. 